Welcome back, Racing HQ. If you listen to the Saturday show at the weekend, I spoke to trainer Mike Cattell about Zagalo, and uh, the horse won the Country Classic at the weekend. Uh, he paid $10 SP, but he was longer than that in the morning when we spoke at around $18, and I received quite a few uh, direct messages via social media and a few texts on our text line um, about that because uh, Mike was super confident. He pretty much said, I think he'll win, and he'll win well. Um, and that's exactly what he did. So it made a lot of our listeners very happy. I thought I'd follow up with Mike this morning. How are you, mate? Good morning to you. Uh, morning, Lukey. How are you, bud? Very well. Uh, gee, you made a lot of punters happy on my show Saturday, Mike. Uh, the declaration of Zagalo, and you were spot on. Oh, look, I've got a lot of new friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's always the way, mate. Um, it's always the way. Well, well done. Um, t- talk to us about the win. And you mentioned that Canterbury wasn't 100% screwed down, you had a little bit more fitness there up your sleeve, and Dylan gave him a peach there. Oh, Dylan gave him a peach, all right. Um, look, I was pretty confident when I when I found Dylan in the mounting yard, and I said, look, mate, I don't know what to say to you, but this will just win. And he was a bit shocked, taken back. I said, look, I, just, I can't see him getting beat, but I just don't want you to get in an early speed battle. Um, but I also want you to put them to the sword quite early you've got the confidence the horse is ready and watching it up in the stand with my daughter I just kept saying this is perfect this is perfect and yeah it was a classic Dylan Gibbons ride and we we were stoked but yeah you're right Canterbury second up for a stayer they're always going to put in an awkward one but he did the opposite he just he sprinted quickly on the bend which which he hasn't had in previous preps and we just knew that he was going in the right direction for, for that race Saturday. On him, uh, you explained to me on Saturday that you purchased him uh, from Chris Waller Racing after he'd had an injury and there was a rehabilitation pro uh, process involved in getting him back to the track. Uh, for our listeners who didn't hear about it on Saturday, tell us about what you had to do to get this horse back to the races. Well, look, I'm, I'm not in a position to go out and buy you know $400,000 yearling, so... Um, the, one of the things that's quite strong in my mind is when I was in Shantee with John Hammond, I was sort of just riding out for him each day and listening to how he trains these stayers. And he said one thing to me. He said, if you can find a horse that a previous trainer has that has shown ability at some stage and for whatever reasons lost that zest for racing or come through an injury, if you can fix it, you'll always have a good horse and you may even have a Group 1 winner. And it's always been quite strong in my mind. And I, so I go on these online sales and I, and I look for these injured horses, assess the injury and see whether we can rehab it our way. Um, here's the third tendon we've rehabbed the same way and all three now have won. So, look, it's pretty much against what any vet will tell you. Um, you know, they go to school and they learn how to fix a bowed tendon using the books but we sort of don't and he bowed a tendon uh on a saturday and then he went up to limitless lodge and he was in a box having a bit of box rest for a couple of weeks he went on the online sale and look i think we picked him up week three after him bowing the tendon and 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 my my theory is they need to get back into work as quickly as possible and, and those fibers need to heal not horizontally, but vertically, and the best way to do that is to get blood flow into the tendon. So we worked them, not hard, but 
it's, it's, it's strenuous uphill. It's a trot for a good 10 weeks on, on bitumen, on a hard road. And then we we water walked them a hell of a lot. Like I reckon this horse has walked to Melbourne that, that much in the water. And um, we assess it each week. And this horse just continued to improve. The inflammation left the tendon. The heat was gone after, I think, three weeks. Um, so week 20 comes along and he's trialling at, uh, at Randwick there. And Brock Ryan rode him and got off and said, he's 100%. Wow. And it took a while for him to find form, though, then, didn't it? Uh, you just kept persevering, and and now he's a winner of a, a decent race. I mean, a country classic. Well, we knew he we knew he could gallop, um, but he's just he's, he's he's half immature and half um, just not. He just wants to do everything flat out, and once you know, he's very relaxed on the ground. But once you get on him, he, he just wants to go and. He's his own worst nightmare last prep, and we, we gave him 14 runs last prep, and I think he ran about 14,000 kilometre, 14,000 metres through the prep. Um, and, you know, one of his Herculean runs was the 2,400 at, at Kembla and the Stayers Cup, and we, we knew we had a horse, but we just had to fix his mind. Gave him, I think, five months off, and this prep, he's come back super. What are you going to do with him now? Oh look, we're going to um, we're going to go to Mooney Valley on the 23rd, which is just under three weeks. Uh, Jai McNeil's going to ride him in the 2500. All going well. Um, we've got an eight-day backup into the Bagot at Flemington over the 2800. Terrific, mate. Well, good luck with him going forward. Uh, you made a lot of punters pretty happy on Saturday, who uh, backed him at decent odds, and look forward to following his preparation. Yep, good on you, Lukey. Thanks for calling.